tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boostbytaxday to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. Blog Talk Radio. November 9, 2016. I've been telling myself lately that I have to practice enunciating, so that was my first attempt. Anyway, what I want to tell you about today is, before the show starts, um, is a, I, I was reading the tweets from a conference last week. It was called Transform Recruitment Marketing, and the hashtag, if you want to check uh, all the tweets, is TransformRMarketing. And anyway, judging from the tweets that I saw, it looks like someone said that asking for favors makes people like you and want to help you. Asking people for favors makes them like you and it makes them want to help you. You know, I, and I, I'm not totally unfamiliar with that idea. I read it before because a couple of hundred years ago, uh, Benjamin Franklin in the United States recommended the same thing. And I read an article about it, and here's his logic. You ask for something, the person doesn't really feel like going out of his way to do something for you, but he feels obligated. He feels cornered. He doesn't think he can say no. So he gives you what you want, but then to keep himself from feeling bad about it, he convinces himself that it was a good thing to do. That's called rationalization, rationalization. And this uh, explanation that he gives himself to pamper his, uh, his bad feelings, anyway, that makes him want to help you even more. He's convinced himself that helping you is a good thing. So theoretically, I can ask you to loan me $100 today, and next week you're going to be uh, eager not just able, but eager to loan me even more. That's, that's the logic there. Does it make sense? No! It's stupid! Everybody knows that. Common sense tells you that when you see me coming, you're, after I borrow 100 bucks, you're going to walk on the other side of the street. You don't want to talk to me! Okay? Now, how does this relate to recruiting? Well, I think these guys were talking about getting referrals. Most people, if you're a recruiter, you know that most people don't want to give you the names of their friends and the people they know. They see that as an invasion of privacy. And they're also afraid of other people getting mad at them. So usually they're not going to do you a favor, let alone become a, a regular source because they already gave you one or two leads, right? And here's what my good friend Jerry Albright says about this. And he's a guy who's been in the trenches. He's not some guy, a marketing guy, speaking at a conference, okay? He says referrals have to be earned. 
They have to be earned. Asking for a favor from someone you don't know is on his, he says my, on his list of top ten ways a smarmy sales guy. He finally, Jerry finishes by saying, I rarely ask anyone for a candidate referral. And again, who knows more about recruiting? Jerry, who's been working at it for 30 years, or some pipsqueak? I couldn't find the right word. A pipsqueak at a, a marketing conference. You tell me on Jerry. Jerry, what show is this? The Recruiting Animal You are welcome, Animal, and congratulations. Congratulations. Thanks. Thank you. Okay, and I want to also thank my sponsor, Martin Snyder and PC Recruiter. Okay? Can I thank him with you? Thank Go you, Martin. Ahead. Thank you, thank Martin. You, Martin. Thank you, Martin. Anyway, Jerry, before we get going, I've got a question for you. Okay? Don't ask me about politics, please. I wasn't planning on that, okay? That's, you, I'm saving that for you, my ad. Okay, I had a chat. I had a chat last Friday with a member of my Facebook group. Okay. And her first name, I'm going to spell it for you, okay? Okay. Are you listening? Are you listening? Yep, yep, yep. Okay, it's P as in P. Peter, mm-hmm. R as in Robert, E as in Edward, R N A, P R E R N A. How do you sure. think you say that? Everybody knows. Go ahead. Perna. Perna? Perna. No, it's Prina. It's Prina. It's a silent R. I told her, what? hey, change that name. God. Yeah. <laughs> Come yeah. on. That's what I said. <laughs> What's going on in this world? world? How am I supposed to know how to say your name when there's an R in it that doesn't make a sound? Okay. Every parent around the world needs to purchase a how to name your child in case someone pronounces their name in the Midwest or Canada. Yeah, right. Okay. I also want to talk about the name of our guest today, and I'm worried that I might get in trouble for this. His name is Petter. P-E-T-T-E-R. You know what that makes me think of? When teenagers are necking, the next step is petting, isn't it? Oh, my goodness. It's petting. Yes, it is. Petter Olsen, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Am I on? Yeah, you're on. Don't sound so excited, okay? (laughs) 54 minutes to go. Yeah, okay. Hold on. Yeah, Sorry. this guy's not happy. He's on two nope. seconds. He already sounds like he's tired of the show. Yep. <laughs> oh, I'm okay. just tired Listen. from last night. Good lands. Well, you should have known you were being on the show today, and you didn't want to make a fool of yourself, so you should have gone <laughs> to bed at a decent hour and read the paper in the morning. Okay? I was, until I saw that they were neck and neck, and then I got up until 3 a.m. Okay, anyway, look, is it okay if I just call you Jimmy? 
No, call Jimmy me. Wilson. You know, I've, when I uh, I've, when I used to race with a group of guys, they'd call me Heavy Petter for my nickname. So if that works yeah. better, you can use there that. There you go, Heavy Petter. He, Jerry, he's thinking the same way I did. Can you give us your elevator speech? And just in case you don't know it, an elevator speech is short and to the point. So elevator speech on like what I do. <laughs> Okay, just introduce yourself. I can't believe these people don't know what an elevator speech is. Go ahead, introduce yourself briefly. I I understand what it is. I've I've never had to give one, to be honest with you. Go ahead. Uh, So I'm a recruiter. I've done agency and uh, corporate recruitment, and I like to show companies basically how to um, hire people using their own databases and leveraging a lot of the stuff that they've already got their fingertips they just don't realize how much uh, ability they've got to hire people quickly and easily okay i liked it that's that's good and we're going to get into that that's how he goes into more depth uh, on his linkedin profile do you use texting in your recruiting practice uh no not not a lot not at all not not a lot no i mean not not for not for initial contact when do you use it uh, just after the the candidate's already in process, and we're going back and forth on interview details or anything like that. Like everybody else, animal. No, I no yeah. no no. I posted an article this week where this company did a whole initial contact campaign using texts. That's what you go on my Facebook page, recruitingtricks.com, and you'll see. Okay, what is your method of first contact, heavy petter? Uh, just telephone, just a telephone. Telephone? Yeah, typically telephone. telephone. Now and then if it's a LinkedIn, you know, I'll send them an email as a prepper and then always do a follow-up call. Okay. So you use the phone. Do you leave voicemail messages? Yeah. And do you get – what's your response rate on voicemail messages? Mm, it just depends on the job, actually. Um, what do you mean? If it's, what do you mean? Well, like if it's if it's an IT job – they're getting messages all the time, so you got to do more to stay kind of on their radar. Typically, the industry that I've kind of built a lot of my business in is heavy industry, and there's not a, a ton of people in that space. So when I call a mine engineer out of the blue, I'd say it's probably 60%, 70%, just because okay. there's not so many people playing in the space. That is a okay. strong number. Strong okay. number. Yeah. Yeah, but hold on a second. Why are you using the phone when everyone else says the phone is dead? Uh, it's it's all that's ever worked for me. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, how come you don't use the phone when you find someone on LinkedIn? You use InMail. Oh, I do. Yeah, no, I trust me, It's the phone is always my first go-to. It's just been what I've had the best response with. So uh-huh. I'll, do okay. an, I'll do an InMail, like if it's a, a bunch of people I've found – Send them an email, but then still do the phone follow-up. It's just I've, that's where I've gotten the best response. That's why I use the phone. Great. It figures Maureen isn't here today, all right? She would have just been in her glory to hear you say all those things. Now, yeah. you were, if I'm not mistaken, a missionary, yes or no? Yes. Uh, okay. Now, that must be great training for recruiting. Am mm-hmm. I right? Absolutely. Yeah? Okay, yep. now most many people or most people, you can correct me, they don't like missionaries. Am I right about that? Yeah, I think, well, I mean, I, yeah, I'd say yes. My point is that you had to get used to rejection, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How were you trained? 
How were you trained as a young person? Because how old were you when you were a mercenary, uh, uh, not a mercenary, a missionary in another country? You were in uh, another country. 19. Okay. How did they train you to have the guts to do that? Well, you've got to realize the motivation that you've got to be a missionary is, is pretty strong. I mean, you're, you're not trying to sell anything per se. You're trying to offer people something that you believe is really valuable and will really uh, you know, help them out in their life. Hey, so, hey, hey, wake up. You're going in there and telling them their religion is wrong. What's heavier than that, okay? That's heavier yeah, no, than yeah. any heavy petty, okay? Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, it's, okay. I mean, it is. It's a, it's a really intimate thing, but surprisingly, I mean, it's, it's something that also grabs people's attention as well. Okay, so you, didn't, you weren't trained. Your parents and your church didn't train you for it. You just no. jumped in. No, that's yeah. You just you just it's kind of like getting thrown into the deep end of a pool. Wow, incredible. Okay, uh, do, do you so uh, just before I move away from this email and first contacting, do you use uh, any email finders or really they're not important to you? No, I don't. Uh huh. No, you don't. Are you from the country? Because you sound like one of my cousins who's rural. Uh, well, I mean it's Utah, so. My wife has told me from time to time I take on a bit of a drawl, but... Yeah, okay, okay. Now, here's what you say from your... Am I missing anything? Is there something important that you want me to say that I, I haven't said? No, I don't think so. Okay, I'm just saying hi to Phil Marks from uh, England. He tuned in specially to hear you, okay? So you should feel good about that. Now, nice. okay, and I also want to say uh, a greeting to our good friend Dur Diver, the most vicious critic of this show he apologized that he's not going to be here to cut us up today because he has to go to the doctor allison cruz asked me to pray for him i said we only pray for job orders on this right. show okay but we do wish him well so i uh, mm-hmm. diver he said he'll listen to the recording i'm sending out golden rays to you or whatever is going to heal you well, i don't know you got so many problems smarten up already okay anyway hey, so on here. The- hey, yeah Right. Yeah. 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 Well, you said hello, so I'm saying hello. Hi, how are you, Phil? That's Phil Marks from England. Okay, so one of the tragedies in corporate life, this is what you've got on your LinkedIn profile. One of the tragedies in corporate life is when companies spend money for a Bentley when they only need a Honda to get the job done. This is the space where I have found my niche. So that's your mission in recruiting. You want to expand on that? Or you want to tell us where you came up with that Bentley and Honda thing? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I so one of the companies I've worked for in the past, they spent, um, I think it was right about $2 million for um, engaging a company that... Louder! Sorry, for engaging a company that in the end basically just would take uh, LinkedIn profiles with matching job titles for the pipelines they were trying to build for them. And, I mean, it was just these mass amounts of candidates, but, but none of them fit. So they spent $2 million, and I think they, they hired like three people. And 95% of the people that they were putting into these pipelines for this company I was working for were, were in my network. And so I, I think there's a lot of buzz. I think there's a lot of really good marketing honestly but all that all that we needed to do was tweak basically how we were going about um our processes and Hold on that's, a second wait a second yeah. wait who made that stupid decision oh someone the uh, he's actually the the uh, executive 
He's on the executive board. Uh, somebody Way high up. It was, I, found, I found out later it was one of his good friends, actually, that owns oh, this other company corruption. that we hired. Yeah. It was corruption. Sure. Terrible. Terrible. Okay. So but you common. say, I develop and implement low-cost corporate talent acquisition strategies. What does that mean? Um, well, in a, the shortest way to describe it, I'd say, is it's just coming in and uh, basically having companies uh, leverage what they've already got going for them because the the process at the corporate level and i don't know why it's so ingrained that you post you go through candidates you hire one you move on you get the same position you post again you start all over again versus using the candidates who've expressed interest already like they're you know pretty warm leads and things so that's the main uh, uh, process i guess that i i try to target and help them to to leverage did you understand that, Jerry? We're getting bored, man. I was uh, surfing around yeah, you know, on a fishing this website. Guy has, he's got no energy. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, man. I, I, uh, I get that all the time. It's because of the recruitment industry. You get too high, and then all of a sudden the candidate backs out, and you slam down too low. So I've just I've stayed the middle my whole mm. career. I'm sorry. No, no, you're not. You're not in the middle. Okay, you're low energy. He's low just end. like Trump, just like the president elect said about Jeb Bush. That's you. Okay. You want to learn something from this show? Have some coffee. Okay. Adam, how about a quick roll call? Is anybody I, here? I can't have coffee. There's a lot of people here, Jerry. Say hi Prove to it. Jerry, who's ever on the show. I'll call out your uh, area codes. 801. Who's that? The guest? That's me. Okay, 415. 415. Let me, let me hear ya. Hello, hello. Is that Who's a Skype day? caller? Who is it? This is this is Nin. Hi, Nin. Nin friend. He's from Higher Hi, how's H-I-R-E- it going, guys? U-A-L. Hey, our guest today does not use any email finders, okay? Just so you know. Goodness. Higher Tool. Okay, Erico 214. Okay. That's going to be a Texas. Okay, forget it. I don't like Come this. Come on, Dallas. Not bad. Look, man, the show is going nowhere. <laughs> it's okay, okay, you're, you're halfway it. through all your callers anyway. Yeah, I'll bring it back, okay? Welding and machining. Here's what a guy said about our friend Petter. He said, I worked with Petter to identify candidates who were seasoned welding engineers and safety-centric frontline welding supervisors for a welding and machining company. I want you to tell us about that search because I've worked in that area, and nobody's got a phone. You call people, and there's like one phone for a whole shop. How do you get through to anybody? You use Maureen. Oh, okay. Well, mm. how did you, are you serious? Are you a customer of hers? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've used Maureen oh, for years. okay. Okay. The secret sauce. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I find those kind of people are hard to identify, so you actually use a name sourcer to get them because they're not on LinkedIn. Are they anywhere else online? Welding engineers? Yeah, yeah, you can find them. Uh, a lot of the uh, universities that they graduate from, like Montana Tech, has a great program. Uh, University of Nevada. Reno yeah, but how do you find them through the university? How do you find people with experience through the university? Yeah, you just start talking to the professors who give you a few names, and then you call those few names, and you just network it. Okay, are you good at getting referrals? Yeah, yeah, I think I'm all right. Oh, you want to tell us how you do it? I just. <laughs> Call them up and tell them what I'm looking for and ask them who they know. 
There's actually, you know, really? I, I placed a guy with uh, a big uh, offshore oil platform company called Technip, and uh, it was funny because I'd done searches for a few days on LinkedIn just trying to get some initial uh, names uh, to call, and then I, I just started calling the names, and the, the guy that I got referred to was actually in my network. He just didn't have the right keywords on his profile to be pulling up. Side. So. That's called the dark side of LinkedIn. Yeah. Here's the deal, Animal. He's... He's in a, in a world where these people are not getting uh, recruited on the phone ten times a day, yep. and uh-huh. they're not getting spammed and emailed. So, so referrals almost make them feel good. Like, hey, who do you know? Like, wow, this dude, this dude wants to know who I who I think's a valued uh, welder guy. Yeah. So it's a whole different world than asking yet another computer software guy for the same dude. It's just it's uh-huh. just a different world. So don't act so surprised that it works. Okay. It's, yeah, is, is that's, he... that's that's true. And I, you know, I'm on a contract right now true. with a company finding IT people, and the mm-hmm. the method that I'm I'm trying to get them to implement it's not easy because some of the managers take to it and some of them don't. But it's it's basically look, I'm going to source them and find their initial name, and then I'm going to pass that on to the hiring manager. You're going to reach out to them because that's a totally different approach than 90% of the people out there are using. So you're trying to get hiring, hiring managers to to learn how to recruit? Yeah, well, not even learn how to recruit because a lot of the, the hiring managers that I'm getting to kind of build these individual pools with, it's not like they have an open job. I'm just getting them to network. Uh-huh. Okay. If any of them so, get real good at it, have them call me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's a guy who said about you. He said, Petter stood out among several talent consultants because beyond presenting quality talent, in addition to that, he took time to get to know me personally. What does that mean? Because, because you... Well, some I, think of these guys said, I think it's because I'm not smiling and dialing. You know what I mean? Um, no. So when I, when I talk to people, I, it's, I'm not just so... Because it depends where you're at, right? Some places it's like you don't have time to sit and actually go into a conversation with the person. And with the space that I work in, I, I actually have time that we can kind of talk about, you know, shoot the breeze a little bit and go into some depth about what's what their life looks like and where they're at and, and really get to know each other a bit better. Okay, but this other guy says, I have never met Petter in person, okay? But I have a high degree of confidence in him. So... Don't tell me that face-to-face time is the key when there's people saying they never even meet you. No, no, I'm I'm not saying it's the key. I'm just saying time to have a discussion that goes beyond, you know, the immediate business at hand is the key. Look, look, this show has people listening, recruiters. They want to learn something from you. You've been in the business for a while. You've got people mm-hmm. praising you on LinkedIn. Try to help us. Give them something they can take away. What can they learn from you, Heavy Petter? I'd say just, I mean, just just make sure that as you're going about your business, it's that business isn't where it stops. Like, take time to, to go a little bit further than that. That's all. Give it's, us an example. It doesn't take much. Example. Example. Because so far, well, the uh, only thing they're going to learn from you is don't stay up late. When you have to make a presentation. All right, I'm going to go grab a quick sandwich. sandwich. I'll be right back. Anybody need anything? Yeah, that, look, when Jerry goes I'll for a sandwich, that's a bad mm, move for you, okay? Yeah, that's Come on. Grab me a Dr. Pepper or something. Mm. Go. Dr. Pepper tastes like cough medicine. Got go caffeine. ahead. That's only because yeah. you don't have real Dr. Pepper. <laughs> yeah. The, oh, so, really? 
So okay, what's go ahead, what the hell's made in Waxahachie, Texas? None of that crap you pick up in the convenience store. Okay, Jim, we'll get to you in a second. I just want Petter to finish. What's the takeaway? What do you want to teach people? Um, I guess, in, uh, I mean, it sounds cliche, but to enjoy the journey and don't just focus on the destination. Yeah, same. Because oh, while you're talking to people, I know okay. I knew it. I knew you'd hate I got a it. question but, for him, Animal. Yeah. Hold on. I'm going to do an he ad said, to pick things up. I'm going to do Jimmy. I'm going to do an ad, but stay there. I want to talk to Jim for a second, okay? Hi, everybody. You know what? It was a really big night last night in the United States and around the world. Donald Trump was elected president, and uh, I have to tell you, hmm? I myself, I myself was pretty shocked this morning, and lots what? of people around, yeah, and lots of people around the world, they're kind of scared. I've been reading all about it on Facebook. They're crying, and they don't know what to tell their kids, and uh, you know, they're gonna, they don't know what's going to happen next year after he takes office. And some people, their solution to that uh, worry, they're posting funny cat videos online to make people happy, help them calm down. But I'm going to make a recommendation, too. When the world seems unstable, you need something solid to hang on to. And in the world of recruiting software, that's PC Recruiter. PC Recruiter. And you know why? Because if you're a recruiter, PC Recruiter loves you. PC Recruiter loves you. They don't care who you voted for. If you're a recruiter, they love you. Maybe you're a headhunter, or maybe you're a corporate recruiter, or maybe you work in staffing. PC Recruiter is good for all kinds of recruiting, and they're not just saying that to please you. They mean it for real. So please check them out today at PCRecruiter.net. PCRecruiter.net and tell them the recruiting animal sent you so I can get paid. Thank you. Okay, the great Jimmy Durbin calling from Texas. What has this guy, Petter, said? Don't forget about Dr. Pepper. You need a LinkedIn. You need a, a, a link on the PC Recruiter site. It says like PC Recruiter slash animals that you will get credit. A marketing piece for you. Talk you know, to Martin about that. that's a good idea. <laughs> you Take think care. you're going to put that in for me? I don't think so. You might cancel <laughs> exactly. me tomorrow. I'll for you. Okay. So I, got, I got a question because he just said that spending time with people, making them feel good about, you know, just go a little further is what you do with candidates. But he also said there's this big problem inside companies because they, his job is to help them solve their problems. So are you telling me that you've ever been successful convincing companies to spend a little more time with candidates because in this business, time is no, money. No, 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 and Jimmy, time you're mistaken. Nice. Jim, yeah, that's, a, that's an okay question, but he spends time with the hiring managers and gets to know them personally. That's what, that's what those guys, those guys were hiring managers, not candidates. But Petter, you can answer Jim's it's question. The, it's the same Go problem. Ahead. Nice equates in this industry to time and managers yeah. love it and candidates love it, but there is always a trade-off. And we always say nice, but we really meant is spend money making them feel good just enough to move on to the next one. There's, how, do you, how do you break that apart? I'm so tired of people being, saying nice or spend time, and they never think yeah. how much, a minute, five minutes. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's always a funnel, right? Because you only want them to actually spend time with the people that are going to go somewhere. Um, and so – it's really not it's really not that bad of a thing i I actually had feedback from a hiring manager who I introduced to a web developer um you know a couple months ago, and he said, "You know, given that I was just talking to her in general about the job and 
what we have going on here. It was actually a really pleasant conversation, and she's someone I'm, we'll keep in touch now. So I, I almost feel like they don't have the time to build a network, so recruitment becomes the main engine for building up the network for different managers, and then all they've got to do is have initial conversations with them, which if you if you really look at it, if they're able to build a network of people so when they have an open position, it's someone that they've had several conversations with and they feel they've gotten to know fairly well and they're someone they'd want to hire, that pays off in spades. Isn't that simply the role of a sourcer, though, to talk to people, keep them warm, create a talent community of network? I mean, how many people are it, actually it, it, doing that? Yeah, that's why I say that's kind of the the biggest challenge of the whole thing because as recruiters and sources, we're eight, we can do it all day long. It's our it's our main job. That's kind of why we kind of have to be the initial filter and just let the cream rise to the top, but still putting them on their view and it, it doesn't take them that much time. The hardest part is finding them and getting the initial engagement. And so if you're able to to do that and build a an initial pool of five or six or whatever for a hiring manager who's willing to do this process. It, I think it's a huge benefit for them okay. when it comes time okay, to hire. Okay, but what you're, you're talking about, let me clarify. interviews with a tiny pool? I mean, how is let that possibly scalable? Jimmy, Jimmy, so what he's talking about is not actually supplying people for specific jobs just to bring them into the company's pipeline. Is that correct? Right. It's your, okay. your, I mean, you're, you're getting people that they would want to hire initially, but you're, it's almost like you're making it a longer-term recruit, and it becomes a much better experience for the the potential candidate because that's great that a recruiter can call and talk to them. And I don't know, I've, I've kind of been a generalist. So I've like, I've filled positions in like medical device manufacturing. I've done stuff in welding engineering. I've done stuff in mine engineering. I've done stuff in it, but I'm not a, I can't go deep, super deep in any one of those, so, but so my hiring Jim's managers question, can. Here's Jim's question. Listen to me. Here's Jim's question. How much time do you advise the hiring manager to spend on each of these people? Because you're not oh, talking about real interviews. There's sort of ten, free interviews. Ten to, right? 10 to 20 minutes initially, and then 10 to 15-minute follow-ups, maybe once or twice a year. Okay. Any, anything else about that, Jim? Yeah. How, how is that scalable? I mean, so that's maybe one position. Are you talking to people with only one position? So that's actually an enormous investment. Because 20 minutes just chatting with them is barely – I mean, what's the point of that? On the hope that they're ready for the job? No, no, the point of that is just to get to know them. Because then if you've got people who are, you know, you've got to have a, a pool that's big enough that when an opening comes open, the timing works out, right? Um, but overall, I mean, it's it's not going to hurt a professional to talk to another professional anyway. Uh-huh. Well, I completely okay. agree with the sentiment. I want to know about scale. Yeah, right. I'm not going to answer that question. And, I, and I, can't, I, can't, I can't tell you about it, honestly, because I've had nobody who's, bitten onto this and taken it wholeheartedly. Okay. Maybe there's a reason for that. Okay. I have yeah, a question what right. you said about being a generalist. Okay. So you said you, uh, you, uh, you're, you know, you've got a political science degree. Uh, you're recruited in IT, welding, uh, medical devices. How do you switch from one to the other? Like you've just switched into IT recruiting. Did you know anything about IT before that? Did you, know, yeah. did you have to learn? Yeah. Okay. No, I started in IT. That's where I did my first couple of years. Uh huh. So, so I have, I had, have I had a bad, and that's where I did it in agency too. So it was high yeah, volume. Okay. I've got to uh, 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 listen to me. I'm going to help you because you are not keeping people interested. You're too talking too slow. I'm going to make you focus. All right, I'm back. What I miss? Nothing. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing. 
you tell us about a time, behavioral question, when you had to recruit for uh, a field that you had no background in. How did you do that? How did you go about doing a good job? Okay, so uh, the role I just filled was for a uh, OEM sales uh, manager, national sales manager, for a medical device manufacturing company. I've never done anything like that before. Uh, so I basically I got the basic requirements of it. I looked up a slate of candidates on LinkedIn, and I just started calling them all. I mean, it was probably uh-huh. 15 people and two weeks' worth of work getting a hold of them, and some of them I there's probably a five or six that I actually had to use Maureen for because I just couldn't get through the systems to get to them because they were kind of higher up. And uh-huh. um, so, yeah, I just ended up calling a guy that I looked up his company on Google Maps, called the number, asked to be transferred to him, and he's the one that accepted the job eventually. Okay, but so what did you do with the intake? First of all, why did your client hire you if you didn't have uh, an established network in that area? And wh- what was your intake session like? What kind of information that you f- did you feel you had to get in order to do a good job? Um, so the, the company that I did this for, I had previously filled their CIO just last year. Um, and so they, uh, they, they know that I have the ability, I guess, to fill executive-type level roles. And so they gave me a call, and intake session was kind of covering the basics. What does the group look like they're going to be uh, working in? How many direct reports? Why is the position open? Who's it replacing? Why is it replacing them? What do you need that's different in this person? Um, what, uh, what experience do you need them to bring to move you forward? Do you need them to maintain? Uh, you know, just all the all the basics. I'm sure everybody did you ask, knows. Did you ask your hire? Who, did you ask your hire your client for specific questions, knockout questions? No. Well, then how how did you know how to interview the person to see if they knew what you needed? Um, I don't know. I just kind of went after it, and the the guy I submitted ended up being a good fit. I guess I. I don't know there, animal. He just called up and had a chat with the guy. Yeah. I mean, I can't, I can't tell you there's a secret sauce to it because, I, you know, it's not an, an area that I'd really figured out that well. i got to tell you something. You seem like a very successful recruiter to me, okay? So there's something you're not telling us, or maybe you're just a do-it guy, not a think-it guy, okay? Like Jimmy's a think-it guy. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what you go. Okay, so listen. Has, does the hiring process ever drag out? It goes on for a long time. Have you ever had that problem? Yeah. What do you do to keep the person interested? Do you do anything special to make them feel there's some progress, even when there really isn't any? No, I mean, I, I think it's just uh, keeping in touch with them. Um, if, if there are people that we want and they're in the, the waiting process for a while it's just a matter of touching bases with them enough that they don't feel like they're being neglected i think people well what do you say to them patient. exactly what do you say to them exactly i'll just call and touch bases with them let them know what no, 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 there no. Is, if any, i or... know i know i said exactly what do you say pretend that i'm one of those or pretend that jerry is your candidate and you know it's been going on for three weeks uh what uh, what do you say to him just... hey jerry this exactly. is better just calling up to to touch bases with you. I know we haven't hey, had a Peter, lot of progress going? lately. Yeah. Uh, what, yeah. What's been going on, man? I'm getting kind of burned out on this deal. Yeah. Are you looking at anything else or uh, all kinds of stuff? Okay. Have you? Are you making much progress? Yep. Okay. Where would you rank this as far as interest with all the other things? Well, you're I mean, it sounded good, but man, I mean, are they 
Do they want to interview me or what? I mean, yeah, they're they're saying they do. I, I guess they've had some complications with his schedule. The manager's been traveling a little bit, um, but they're telling me that I should have some feedback for sure by the beginning of next week, Monday, Tuesday at the latest. Do you swear? Hmm? No, I try not to. No, I mean, well, do you swear you that I get feedback? <laughs> is this what it's better? Is this going to be uh, a sign of what it's like when I go into the company? Nothing happens. Yeah. You can't get anything moving. It could be. I mean, it it could be. I I mean, it is what it is. And if that's how it is, a lot of people they're used to that being the culture of that industry. I mean, uh, you know, like mining. If you're if you're looking to do a direct placement in, with mining companies, you're doing really well at the turnaround three months. Oh, yeah? You know, I've recruited mining engineers around the world, and they're some mm. of the nicest people I ever talked to. Yep. And they, they love their fantastic. job. You figure yep. they'd hate it. But listen, you know, actually, I just want to take advantage of this time that you're saying a lot of good stuff about Maureen. I think she's fantastic at what she does. And mm-hmm. it sounds like you do, too. Am I right about that? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Namesourcer.com. Do you remember way back when you were talking about passive candidate recruitment? It was like yeah. back in 2010, and you had asked me if I wanted to be on the show. No, I don't remember. That was quite a while ago. Uh-huh. Yeah. 2010. I don't know if there was such a year. Okay. Uh, what else? You know what? I've got lots of questions. I'll give you some quickies, okay? It sounds like you've done work recruiting with Twitter. Am I right about that? No. You said putting something on Twitter, okay? You don't recruit on Twitter. Do you no. recruit on Facebook? On Facebook? No. Nope. Why? Why not? Uh, I just haven't messed around with it much. You had that guy on that was. You had that tool for Facebook or something, and I messed around with it. I, it just didn't really go anywhere. Yeah, it didn't for me either with his tool. But there's a free tool that. Uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, Cusker, Sean Cusker. Look it up. And uh, I think I can't remember his company's name. One Intelligence or something like that. Not a hmm. good name, but his name Sean S E A N Cusker C U S K E R. Everybody raves about his Facebook tool, and we got Jimmy on the line now. He's actually, a, in my opinion, a Facebook expert. What is about, this a segue uh, to, to the second part of the show? Is this No, you're coming back with the second part of the show, okay? Okay. Look, look. Uh, you tell, okay, tell us about your business development, because you said business development is one of your strong points. Am I right about that? Hmm. <laughs> that was a no, that's a wrap. I just don't remember saying that. That's yeah, all. We're done. It's on your LinkedIn summary. <laughs> it's one of your key <laughs> words. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean, I seem to do fine at it. I, you know, I, I find that the best way that you can do business development is you do it when you really don't need it, because then you don't come off as needy to the client. Mm. Yeah. What do you say to them, though? Give us your business development call. Call Jerry. No, don't call me. I was just a candidate that you've been yeah. stringing along. No, 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 I, can't, I can't switch like that. I okay. can't. Okay. Well, then okay. you got the job and you got promoted, so now you're the manager. Take okay, the good yeah. All right, this is Jerry. Ring, ring. Yep. This is Jerry. Hi, Jerry. This is uh, Petter Olson. I actually do recruitment in the uh, mining industry. Okay, hold on. Okay, who is this again? Sorry, this is uh, Petter Olson. Petter Olson? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Uh, I'm a recruiter okay. in the uh, mining Being industry. Nice, gotcha. And uh, I just noticed you guys had a senior mining engineer position open. I didn't know where things were at with that or if you needed any uh, help. Uh, I'm not aware of that one. Uh, where would you see that? 
I was just posted on Indeed. I mm. saw it. I saw it. But we don't use agencies. Okay. Mm, okay. Yeah, I've got I've got my friend, my HR buddy here on on speakerphone in the office with me. You can yeah. talk to him, uh, Pete. Don't it's Jerry, because he's always giving it away with agencies. We, we don't work with agencies, Jerry. Do you understand? <laughs> I know it, but I like to. We, we, they work we hard. It. Yeah, we can't afford it. We, we don't have it in the budget now. Okay. Uh, why should Sorry, we use Petter. you? We don't have it in the budget, I guess. Oh, you don't use it at all. Okay. Um, mm. Well, that's fine. Um, why don't I uh, just touch bases with you in about four weeks, and we'll just see where things are at. Uh, I don't think things are going to change, but, uh, you know, maybe you can drop us an email. Yeah, yeah, you bet. What's your email? Uh, uh, at okay. You're so, never going to so. get past me dot com. Phil, Phil, what should he have said to you? How many, how many candidates have you put in front of Jerry in the last two days? Yeah, um, yeah you know, it's, 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 it, I just, I, it's never been a, it's never been a problem because typically, if you just continue to stay on their radar, they'll reach a point where they're like, okay, let's give this guy a shot. Uh huh. But what? About so what, what am I going to send him a can? I, I a can't send him a candidate lesson. for that's just a general. I mean, it's just a general. No, you know, mining engineer. I guess I can open. send them that, but I, I like to be more targeted than that. No, but you saw they've got an opening. You called and said, "I'm trying to fill a job." What about what Jim Durbin just said? He said. How many, how many candidates has Phil given you? Has Phil given you? What, that's a great question. What would uh, what would kind of, Jim? Have you ever used that? No, no, I don't have that kind of courage. That's cheeky. I like it. I don't get on phone calls with HR people on speaker either. So okay, it surprised me too. But uh, you know, in this industry, you never know. Phil Marks. You never know. Phil Marks. What should he have said, or were you satisfied with the way he handled that? Well, it'd be good to know why he wouldn't use agencies. What's you know? Is there any particular reason? Have you had some you really bad experiences? Said you told him the budget. You said you don't have the budget for it. Yeah, uh, and if that's okay. the answer, that's I just I'd, be, I'd be moving on anyway. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. just wanted to see if so. There's no real tough salespeople here who would fight for that job order because some people I would. would. I, I would fight. I, I would say, okay, I appreciate you haven't got the budget, but you know, if it's a key role, if you're struggling with it, you know, if it's taking some time. We might be flexible on rates. Um, you know, we've not worked with you before, Ooh. so we just want you with the opportunity to, to work with you this one particular time. You know, we, we'll be open, we'll be helpful, and we really want to differentiate and we really want to help you. So just, just, just allow us that opportunity and show us some flexibility and um, let, let's take this to the next stage. The old fee drop straight out of the gate. Well, it's got to start somewhere. It's, you know. <laughs> I know, man. You know, there's, okay, there's a million ways to do this, and I, I like them all. Petter, Petter. Yeah. Will you drop? Will you? Will you negotiate your fee? Uh, just, yeah, it depends. I can negotiate the fee. It just depends, though. Give us an example. Do you, you remember any? Why didn't you say that? Well, I mean, it just it depends on what kind of. I mean, are we looking at a longer term kind of partnership? Is it a one one off? Is it a Ongoing thing? Can you, you know, give me some yeah, yeah. recs a year? Yeah, yeah. Send me some resumes. We'll do it at twelve percent long term. Yeah, it's all that, man. We're gonna hire a bunch of people. Uh, <laughs> we only pay fifteen percent. Yeah. Uh-huh. No. See, and and that's where you just become choosy and you move on to where oh, the better. That's money fantastic. Is. That's three percent more than what we our terms are. Thank you very much. Mm. <laughs> Kate, I got to do another ad. 
Hey, everybody, remember me, the recruiting animal. Remember my sponsor, PC Recruiter. PC Recruiter. And you know what? Every Tuesday is a special day at PC Recruiter. They call it Two Minute Tuesday. Two Minute Tuesday. They release uh, a two minute video that tells you something about their product, about how to do something specific on that product. And uh, just in case you didn't know, I was thinking about it before the show started. PC Recruiter does not stand for Politically Correct Recruiter, okay? It stands for Personal Computer Recruiter, okay? Not Politically Correct. We're not Politically Correct. We're not too Politically Correct here. But anyway, what I wanted to tell you about was Two Minute Tuesday. Go to PCRecruiter.net and you'll find it there. Thank you. Okay. You know what? Uh, uh, what? Uh, what? Glenn Cathy. You know, Glenn Cathy's not at K-Force anymore, I noticed. What? What? Yeah, he's not there since September. What? But Let's anyway, show, yeah, yeah he's, he says you can't, he has an article, he says you can't judge someone by a resume. You cannot see if someone is a match for a job from her resume. You can just see if her basic. You can get a real hell of a good idea. <laughs> Yeah, I think so, too. Perhaps he could have somehow kept his job a little longer at K-Force if he wouldn't have <laughs> such, a, <laughs> Maybe, such an Jerry. absurd opinion. But, but Glenn Cathy gets invited. He knows I'm just kidding. Yeah, he? he doesn't listen to this show anyway. But and no one's going to tell him. Anyway, because even he used to work with Allison, Allison Cruz, will. but not anymore. Not anymore, obviously. Okay, so he says you can see if someone... Uh, has the basic qualifications mm-hmm. or actually doesn't or something like that. But really what you have to do is phone a person uh, and find out in detail. So, uh, are you, uh, are, Petter, are you with uh, Jerry and me and think that resumes are pretty let, revealing? Let me, before, before Petter answers that, let me clarify my position on it. I, w- I wouldn't say that you're definitely going to hire somebody or not based on a resume, but you can tell whether somebody's in the ballpark or not by the resume. Yeah. And if there's a key skill that's a huge part of your job and somebody just doesn't happen to mention it on their resume, calling them and asking them if they know anything about it, and then they say yes, they still don't know anything about it. So I'm back to disagreeing with Glenn Cannon. Yeah, you disagree absolutely with Glenn Cathy. Does anybody agree with Glenn Cathy? It's right 100% of the time. What'd you say? I would disagree with it. Go ahead, Petter. Well, just because, I mean, I've seen seen so many IT guys that, I mean, just the other week I was talking with a manager. We had a couple uh, internal guys and even one intern who had applied for the job and were looking at his resume going, he didn't even mention any of the technologies he's been using for the last little while. So I think... I'm I'm with Jerry where you, you know, it'll give you the ballpark, but then I do think if you need to call, you know, deeper and ask specifics on some of these guys because they, they just don't know how to write the resume. Let me ask you a question. Like, animal, like if, if you're a salmon fisherman, yeah, your resume is going to say salmon yeah. and fishing on it. Yeah. It depends. Okay. Depends if you're smart enough. There's, there's just, it's, a, it's a really limited amount that, that blow that, but I have seen it happen. I've got to tell, ask you, if you've got an IT person and doesn't say what kind of tool, uh, programs he's working, languages he's working with, why would you even call him? Why would you talk to him? Because well, of the company I mean, he IT, worked for? Yeah, I, the company he worked for, the space he's in, and the fact that IT guys are really hard to find. 
Well, and also, Animal, on that, sometimes companies want somebody that just stays up on the latest open-source web tools, and those things change every two months anyway. So you want somebody with a history of exploring new solutions, adopting it, using it, seeing if it works or if it doesn't work for whatever solution you were looking for. Uh, you're not you're not going to see all the little uh, tools on, on the uh, resume like you would maybe like a machinist or something. <laughs> okay, hold on a second, though. It's fun Jerry, listening to Jerry looking... talk about IT. That's hysterical. What? If you're looking... Well, somebody just laughing at me. If only Jim was louder. <laughs> that was a great answer. Are you you're getting married, you don't think I was right? No, I think you're so off, but it, I, it was cute. It was very, it was like a cuddly little bunny talking oh, about, okay. oh, my goodness. I've never seen that happen to you before. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> Made my day. Okay. This is new me. Okay. Well, it's a new era in America. I'm not sure if you've heard. Yeah, okay, but listen, listen to me. Listen, if, uh, if, if you're looking for a salmon fisherman and somebody puts outdoorsman on his resume and mm. nothing else, are you going to call him? Well, are you looking for a salmon project manager, or are you looking for an entry-level salmon guy? Okay, okay. So uh, question is, that was a legit answer. And how many candidates do you already have? Where does he live? What's it pay? I think I think Glenn was a little off base with that. Okay. Because um, go ahead. You want me to finish? Finished. You sit down with a hundred resumes and make a hundred phone calls. The next yeah. hundred resumes, you have a good sense of what's going to happen. It really mm-hmm. is just a matter. If you were constantly doing the job, you can usually tell what a resume is going. You can know what's going to happen on the phone when you call. If yeah. you're on the phone and doing with resumes on a regular basis, so what we do uh-huh. is basic pattern recognition. Right. Okay. So I feel like every week we have to teach animal how it really goes out here in recruiting. He's teaching you, Jerry, just in case Who you is? were asleep and didn't realize it. Who's Jim. teaching me? Jim. I, I already knew all that. No, 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 no. I was just saying that was fun for IT. Okay. Here's what else Glenn Cathy says. He says, there's just as many great, high-quality candidates in every job board resume database as there are on LinkedIn or any other source. Does anybody agree? Yeah, probably sure. Yeah. No. Show me 10,000 resumes, and there's some good people in there. I mean, what? This isn't rocket science, dude. Who, who, who doesn't agree? I don't agree. Okay, go ahead. Tell us. Well, LinkedIn has way more of these what were passive candidates even just five, six years ago than any resume database does. The resume database typically is only people who have gone out to proactively look for work, and at least in the heavy industry, I mean, I – when I first started in it, I could do a mining engineer search and come up with maybe five people. Now, before I left my last uh, mining company, I was at Barrick, just for kicks, I went and linked in uh, all their top management at one of their larger mine sites, and uh-huh. there was 60% that were on, and that was unheard of five, six years ago. And none of those uh-huh. people are in a resume database. See, I did that search for mining. It was for Barrick. Their head office is here in, in our yeah, town. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, uh, so, well, there's yep. a problem there. See, there's this idea that LinkedIn, but you just said 60% of them are on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. But if you get one resume from that company, you have access to everything on the web. It gives you all the keywords, phrases, searches, divisions, and you can find everybody at that company if you have that one resume in the database. It may not be an easy search, 
It may not create a There's, list the, in front of you. The, pe- the people aren't in the Walmart, resume database, phone. though. Just the way that the, one. the mining industry one goes. Good, yeah, but Jim is drawing a conclusion. He made a great the leap sales of faith person here. From the mining person, the HR person, the marketing one, someone who was in it for a while, they all provide clues. Have you, I like it, Jim. you need to find the full list. Jim, Jim, but you're assuming that everybody else in the company is somewhere online, and that's not necessarily true. Yeah, no. they are. No, that's not a question. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. It depends Look, on the industry. I just, I just pulled up every registered voter in one of the congressional districts and hit them with Facebook ads for $2,300 and hit over half of them. I guarantee you that they're all online in some way. Just most people don't bother to do it. I don't believe it. Okay. Like, if you're, looking for welding, if you're looking for welding <laughs> engineers and you get the HR manager at Barrick, you're not going to be able to use the stuff from the HR manager to dig up welding engineers in whatever corner of the internet yeah, you can. they are. Of course you can. That's the whole. That's what recruiters used to do. Give me one name. Like you call to the phone book. Somebody knows somebody else. This is how humans think. We've been tricked into thinking you have to write a search to pull a list. But a much better search is looking at an individual who works in the industry and thinking, where did they work before? Where did they go now? Who are they mm-hmm. working with? I'm with Jim. I mean, that's just how our brain works. Yeah, I'm with Jim. Okay, I've got a question I, I forgot right. to ask. Speaking well, I of job, from guys like Jerry, that's, that's yeah, how we I, used to do it. Uh-huh. Remember I got, I back when back you were in recruiting animal? Yeah, i got to go back to this job board question. Do you often go to the job boards and look up uh, ads and then call the companies for them, uh, Petter? No, not often. You, that's the example you used with Jerry. Why'd you pull yeah. that one up? Well, I just did something I tried done a little bit last year when things got slow with my you know, my usual client. So I came up with a list of people who were looking and over five, six weeks, just kind of mm-hmm. call them. They'd say, call back in a few weeks, call them back. And by the, you know, fifth week okay. when I called them ever, back, they ever, hired me do up. You ever, do you ever post any jobs on job boards? Uh, depends. If I'm, if I'm on a contract with a company, I'll use whatever resources they've got. But when I I'm doing it on my own, no. What are the results like then? You've used them. Have the job boards rendered anything for you? Brought in any good people? No, not a ton. I mean, maybe 20%. Uh-huh. Okay. Anybody but else got a question or something they'd like to talk about? No? No, no. What about Phil Marks in England? He likes to talk. Anything, Phil? Well, he's gone. No, no, no. He's still here. No, I just, I'm, I'm just feeling I'm you, busy. You don't have sorry. anything to say. I'm giving he's you an busy. opportunity. Um, okay, I'll said, okay. I said plenty. I said plenty. Yeah, he, he was great. He was great. Yeah, I don't want to say too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm well, to find I, Phil on LinkedIn. I don't believe that we're connected uh, in any way, uh, Phil, are we? Do we know each other? I've tried to, but I think you're ignoring my invitations. Well, uh, you've not done anything for me. Yeah, well, you're, so you're very, very, oh, my God. Can you believe it? <laughs> so, so what else should we talk about? What else should we talk about, Petter? Anything else, or should we finish off the show early? No, I'm, I mean I'm fine to finish it off early. I will. I will end with one thing that I I had a conversation with Maureen about five weeks ago because I've kind of followed all the different stuff that keeps getting put out there about new recruiting technology and information. And I just called her and I just said, "Is there anything I'm missing? Like I just I don't feel like anything." is really that new under the sun. I feel like it's the same old call people network um, relationship-based business, and 
he kind of agreed with me. So I guess that's that's my closing. There's there's a few cool tools and stuff out there, but overall I feel like recruiting the same yeah, as it was you, for the most part. Do you use any Chrome extensions? Um, yeah, yeah. I just use the one with my. Uh, I signed up with Loxo. Have you heard of them? Who? What Loxo. Loxo. L O X O. No, I never heard of it. Yeah, what they're good. Do? I told them actually they should get on. They should come on your show. You should ping the. What is it? What it's is a, it? It's a it's a CRM. It's a CRM. What? That's all. CRM. Phone is now in their pocket. That's not me, animal. That's not me. Okay, last question. Counteroffers. Is there anything you do special to prep your candidates about counteroffers or handle them once they come back and tell you they've got a counteroffer? Yeah, yeah. I just I'll typically just try to head it off ahead of time. Just let them know. How? Let them. How? How? Well, I tell I like them the when you when you words. give us your script. Okay, you bet. The words. So when you go to resign, if they do end up giving you a counter offer, I would just let them know that your mind's made up and you're going to accept this offer. So you just tell them what to do. You don't go for any of the background stuff on it. Well, if it if they say, well, I might be interested in the counter offer, then we'll go further. But what, I mean, what will you say then? They, what will you say then if they say, look, if they offer me another ten thousand bucks, I'm staying. What would you say? I'd say, well, maybe we've been looking at this for the wrong reasons. If it's just about the money. But, of course, you would have already covered that much earlier in the process. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. And is it true, like... We're not newbies like, here, Animal. No. We know if, what's going on. If you think someone just wants to move for the money, will you rule them out? No, but I will let the client know that that's kind of the... That's what I'm picking up when I in conversations with them, that it's a bit of a red flag. We should watch it. Why do people usually make make moves, do you think? Professional development. Really? That's the key? I think so. Welding on bigger engagement. Are you on Twitter, Petter? Because I couldn't find you. Uh, I think I'm on there, but it's an account that I don't think I've opened for three or four years. Yeah, four years. Okay. So but you're the first you guy. in business? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's mean, a good question. Uh, it's, it's worked Without so far. Twitter, I'm going to have to sneak out a little early. Uh, nice, nice talk, everybody. Take care. Well, we're just wrapping up anyway. Uh, I forgot. I had another question for you, and, and, I, and I can't remember. You're the first guy who's given Maureen a good ad. I used to do ads for Maureen, and they were very good. I've got them on. I can play them. But you're a guy who's been there, and I, I know mm-hmm. as well. She does a great job. Okay, yep. so Phil Marks from England, thanks for Yo. coming on. Jimmy Durbin, no always love to hear from you. Uh, Michael G. Cox was here, uh, and our great guest, Petter Jimmy Olson. Okay? Hey, Petter, call in sometime, and thank you! All right, so 18 years in the industry, started with the family firm, uh, recruiting industry. Oh, there you have it. Gary, wake up. You recommended this guy. Go ahead. I mentioned it offhand when I was in a drunken stupor. Don't ask Gary for advice after 5 p.m. Okay, go ahead, Brian. Oh, (laughs) God.